Grand Rising and welcome back to Cosmos Reading Corner. We are continuing on as to part three, reading from the Handbook of the Navigator. Hopefully you're getting some valuable lessons and valuable insight, or if you just enjoy me reading the book. The biggest thing again with this book, I believe, is that it's an awakening tool. To be mindful is also to understand your perception. Your perception is everything. So having a strong, higher consciousness mindset and perception, not to think that everything is all good and and life, you just be happy all the time. No, but to understand your emotional standpoints, understand why you are the way you are and possibly how you could continue in light of the person that you want to be. It's really important to be comfortable with yourself. I struggled with that myself growing up, and I still balance, find places to balance and imbalancing moments in my life when those things happen. But it's okay. It's okay in the sense is that I'm continuing to find ways to work through it. So enough about me. Let's read about uh, Handbook of the Navigator. We're moving on to chapter two. It's called Way of the Cell. I'm going to do my best to read this entire chapter to you. Let's begin. You are aware of a sense within you that seemingly directs you as if it were a compass navigating your essence. Do you know why you're reading this book? Do you question what led you to begin reading it in the first place? No doubt you can think of many answers. All of them are probably very reasonable and logical. Yet there's another answer which eludes you. Navigator, how long have you been searching? How much longer will you question what lies within you? I've been searching for you for a very long time. Do you know I have spent my entire life trying to find you? You are one of the few. Your purpose is precious and vital. You can awaken. It is possible. When you awaken, it transforms your life and the lives of those around you in a way that is nothing short of miraculous. This transformation helps lead you to your destiny. It is important that you reach it. I can only show you the way. You are the one that must walk it. The navigator helps lead you towards an awakening if you choose to follow it. It is time for you to begin this journey. There are many winding paths to explore. Some of the paths lead to dead ends, while others offer you wonders to experience. Stop questioning your instincts. Recognize the navigator and begin to follow where it leads you. Your instincts will confirm what I have already told you. You are different. In the story of the salmon, an inner feeling made you question the world around you. You became restless and you knew something was missing. So you started searching for something more. Not everyone has this feeling. So there is something different about you. To awaken, you must first realize what you are. Then you can accept your destiny. When you become aware of the navigator, you receive the courage to begin the journey of self-discovery. The purpose of awakening is a struggle because you must fight against the current. In the story of the salmon, 
you swam away from the ocean and struggled against the current of the river. This requires a lot more effort than drifting through the ocean. The thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and views of the majority of the people in this planet creates a current called the collective consciousness. This becomes a powerful force that attempts to shape you. Most of the people who have a navigator never awaken because of this current. When you are aware of this, you gain the strength you need to stand against the current and achieve your destiny. Like the salmon seeking out their place of origin, we instinctively know what to do. Even so, many of us lose our way because the current pushes so strongly against us. People have different purposes in this world. However, no one is of greater value than the other. Every part of the greater whole is important. Every part of the greater whole is important. For example, the human body has many diverse organs that all serve different functions. If an organ like a heart, lung, or liver is removed from your body, you're going to have a big problem. It does not matter how fancy or special the other parts may be. Each function and part contributes to the greater whole. All the individual parts serve different purposes. This is the problem we face now. When everyone tries to perform the same function, we cannot contribute to our separate roles. When you look at your purpose from a universal perspective, not a human one, all your life experiences are unique. When you contribute to the world and what you become in life is very different from your overall purpose and role in relation to the universe. Let me read that again. What you contribute to the world and what you become in life is very different from your overall purpose and role in relation to the universe. When you broaden your perspective to the very large view of the entire universe, the differences between the role within humanity become very clear. To help you, under to help you understand these differences, I'm going to use the cells of your own body as a rough analogy. Your body requires red cells, and white cells. Red and white blood cells are primarily found in your bloodstream. Red cells make up the majority of your vital. Red cells make up the majority and are vital for your body's mechanics because they help repair wounds and serves the and serves the body with oxygen and nutrition. However, red cells are completely unaware of the dangers of viruses and harmful bacteria. The ability of a white cell are different from those of the red cell. White cells understand and oppose the destructive nature of viruses, so they spend their time seeking viruses throughout the body. Although they have some basic similarities, the functions that red cells and white cells fulfill within the body are dramatically different. White cells can assess a virus before attacking it. They can also summon other white cells. They can also summon other white cells to assist with their assault. White cells possesses memory of previous battles with viruses and can somehow pass on that knowledge to to help the body defend against similar viruses. This is the reason you never catch the same cold twice. Now, let's divine Let's divide the purpose, let's divide the people of the world 
into two hypothetical groups, red cells and white cells. The world requires both type of people to maintain, it, to maintain its existence. Both red cell and white cells are essential for Earth's survival. One group is much smaller than the other. That makes the balance between them very more, even more delicate. To understand red cells and white cells, you must look at the relationship that exists on all levels of the world. To understand something very large, you must look at something that is very small. Things that are very large and things that are very small mirror each other. Our planet would not exist without one or the other. If there is too much of one type and not enough of the other, the planet will slowly die just as your body will die without the correct balance of both red cells and white cells. A parallel re relationship exists in all things from macro to micro and from micro to macro. To understand the universe, which is very large, you must look inward at yourself, the very small. I want you to think of the planets as a single entity. Although it is made of many living things, imagine the interaction of all the life on Earth as it might appear if you viewed it from a greater distance. The Earth then looks like a single object. If you closely examine all the micro-life, it overwhelms your concept of Earth as a singular object. Nothing about the planet has changed, only your perspective. Your viewpoint dramatically alters your concept of the planet. You and I are the same. You think of your body as one thing. If you could zoom in, you could see a vast micro-universe. Your body is really a collective of micro-life. The cells in your body are like living microorganisms. There are many different kinds with a very there are many different kinds with a large variety of functions. Your body is a lot like a planet that is alive and well. As we continue. It is dependent on smaller systems of organisms to maintain it and help it survive. Your body. The next time you are near a mirror, put your face right up next to it as close as you can and look at yourself. Do you know what makes up all the things that you are looking at in the mirror? Do you know what makes you? There is no single physical you at all. Your physical body is a vast grouping of independent living organisms that work in a sharp or that work in a shared relationship for you, the concept. Consider the connection between your mental self and your physical body. When you are emotionally depressed, your body's immune system weakens in response. When you feel positive and happy, your immune system strengthens. Your consciousness also affects your body's inner universe. Your will affects each cell. Some cells are more receptive than others to, to the person that you are. That also, that also applies to the macro scale of the planet. Each has a similar force that affects all living things on it. That force is much like the immune system of your body. In some aspects, the planet is similar to you, but also very alien. This is why I use analogies to bridge the gap when comparing two very different things. All of the white cells on the planet have a navigator. Most of them are asleep, 
and rarely even begin to realize their purpose, let alone awaken. Since they have a navigator, they sense deeply in their heart that they are here to fulfill a role and seek their awakening. In the micro world of the human body, viruses often overpower the body with disease or illness. Similarly, this happens on a larger scale if the white cells of the planet fail. The Earth's spiritual people serve this planet as white cells. Those of us who possess a strong navigator often feel an overwhelming sense of duty to serve the force. Intuitively, we know there will be a, conf a confrontation between ourselves and something else. White cells feel the life of the planet and have a greater awareness of the planet's rhythm. As the protectors of the planet, white cells have a higher level of sensory. Their desire to give compassion, they, their desire to give compassionately and preserve life is very strong. These desires are essential these desires are essential qualities for the vital role of a white cell. The force instilled these feelings in white cells to help them follow their nature and fulfill their purpose. White cells protect the planet and its inhabitants from the invasion of viruses. For the most part, red cells are unaware of these outside invaders. White cells can intuitively identify a virus in much the same way that the navigator directs them to awaken, a white cell's higher consciousness can warn them about a virus, about viruses which might harm the whole planet. Planetary viruses take many forms. They could be the cultural thought of a nation turned to war, widespread plague, a weapons or weapons designed to destroy great amounts of life. They have similar traits which make them anti-life or destructive. They, they, might even help the, they might even help the multiplication of some of our lives that eventually lead to death and decay, such as biological warfare. All right, so what he's saying right there is that even sometimes in our good attempt, we can do bad. Let's continue. White cells fight these viruses so that life can continue to flourish. They are different from doctors or aid workers who also seek to benefit life. White cells work on multiple levels of reality. They can protect life in the physical world, but they focus mainly on spiritual things using knowledge they acquire from white cells who came before them. When highly developed white cells die, they pass their experience and ancient knowledge on to new white cells. This helps the next generation continue the battle. This process is much like reincarnation, where the higher consciousness of someone's being is reborn into a new body. White cells reincarnate into new lives or migrate to places where their knowledge from their other battles is needed. Although this analogy might seem simplistic, there is a profound truth to it. When these concepts become, when these concepts become a truth for you, you can comprehend them on more than just an intellectual level. When you reflect and ponder the concept in my teachings, you realize that they have many layers. You may have sudden, 
You may have sudden rev revelations which give you a deeper understanding of these concepts and allow you to seek things from a new perspective and see things from a new perspective. You should never assume you get it. Instead, ponder and reflect on everything that I have taught you. Simple effort can bring astounding rewards. Without white cells, the earth and all its red cells are vulnerable. A white cell, as a white cell, you must struggle to awaken and fulfill your potential. Although your role is vital, it can also be very difficult because white cells are not born capable, aware, and awakened. Your choices and efforts create a process that defines who you are. The navigator can guide you, but that does not guarantee that you will ever fulfill your purpose. Most of the people on this planet are red cells. So it is easy for a white cell to begin to live, act, and think just like a red cell. You are not here for that. Let me say that again. You are not here for that. It is difficult to awaken, but it is necessary to maintain the ratio between red cells and white cells. Only the most determined ever make it to any level of awakening. There is always the danger that not enough white cells... There's always the danger that not enough white cells will choose to awaken. Then the planet will be overcome with a virus and die. To really understand the essence and capability of the white cell, you need to look at how it's different from a red cell. I apologize for that pause. The light went out make sure that it stays on the navigator is the part of the higher consciousness that directs a person into a process of awakening you can think of it as an evolved consciousness of pure energy it is created and refined over time throughout conscious applied effort members of the general members of the general human populace do not have high, do not have a higher consciousness although everyone has the potential to develop one this may be difficult for you to accept, but please allow me to explain. Before you can really consider what I'm saying, you need to understand my definition of a higher consciousness. Human beings have a sense of self, but science suggests that most people are no more than biochemical or organic beings. Their level of communication and experiences occur only in the brain and are stored in an electrical consciousness. This electrical consciousness is made up of energy, but it is only temporary. With reflection and refinement, it can move beyond the physical body after death. Both red cells and white cells have an electrical body, but only white cells have a higher consciousness. The idea that white cells may move on after death while red cells may not, probably sounds shocking to you. That does not mean that some of the people in your life do not have a connection to the universe. It just means that their role is different. White cells are here to serve the universe, a greater being to ensure that the planet continues to experience, grows and evolve is the purpose of a white cell. White cells serve and protect the earth and all its inhabitants. Red cells serve the universe by contributing their lives and experiences to the functioning of the planet. 
The result is the same. Only their roles are different. You cannot measure the quality of life in human terms, whether you live on one life or if you live one million lives. The sum is still only a fraction of a second from the universal perspective. In the very far future, we will all return to the force. I'm going to stop here a moment. Has about one or two more pages. Very powerful chapter indeed. And part three of Handbook of the Navigator. There were so many jewels and understandings that I even gathered rereading it again. And it even said, <laughs> the more you revisit the knowledge, the deeper it becomes. You know, learning how to humble yourself and don't assume you get it all. I don't know. Looking externally at the world, there's so much to understand, so much not to understand, and so much to allow. Make sure you continue to find your joy. I think what I'm getting from that chapter is the beauty of knowing that you can choose the path you want based on that calling you have. We all have it. You know, sometimes we funnel that energy into our entrepreneurial or career or family, but we all have a desire to want better for ourselves on whatever version that looks like. And to the handbook of the navigator, the definition, sometimes it's beyond the collective consciousness. Beyond the desires or the general purpose of everybody doing the going to school, getting a degree, having a family thing, your desire might be greater than that. And if that's a version of your desire, then in the definition of the book or in reality to what's talk, what we're talking about, you could be a white cell. And in so you have a lot of work to do. I believe I'm a white cell. I definitely do. I want to see you happy. I want all of us to work towards our joy and let go of the same conditionings that we've built around our joy to not keep us in joy. The pain, the discomfort, the dislikes, the racism, all of that. All of it's got to go. All of it's got to be released from our consciousness, from our ability to believe it's okay because it's not. So when you work to your higher consciousness, there is a way for you to vibrate outside of this, but it's work. And that wave, that collective wave of consciousness that can hit you so hard, like the story of the salmon that had to swim through the ocean, but like his analogy in the, in the example there is that we have beliefs, emotional standpoints, family, friends, lifestyles, all these things around us that quote unquote makes us human. But even beyond that, we have a desire to be more. Cosmonaut. A lot of you may think I like space or astronauts. I like astronauts. But to be the cosmonaut and why I choose only black cosmonaut has nothing to do with spacemen. If it has anything, anything to do with spacemen, it means to be of a higher way of thinking and to hold a stronger perspective or the global perspective of us all. So it means to be in a cosmic knot. Right. A cosmic brain. That's what I mean about cosmonaut. Going within the mind, going within the internal universe and shining that light of love and acceptance with planetary alignment. I just choose cosmonaut because it's catchy. It's cool. And was that 2012? 
when the dream came to me to create the cosmonaut and be the cosmonaut, I started noticing, hey, the world around me started liking space. And all, and then all of a sudden you see um, pictures of astronauts and pictures of cosmonauts and people in spacesuits. And then obviously when the holidays came around here in the U.S. or probably even in the world, it made it a lot easier for people to wear spacesuits. But in the off season, when I was wearing a spacesuit in the beginning, some people were courteous, if you want to use that word. Are you, a, are you an astronaut? Nope. Just like to wear this because it reminds me of my higher self. Oh, okay. As they move on or move aside. And I get it. If they don't know where you're coming from, you will sound crazy, strange, far-fetched. You have to accept that people don't need to understand you. And you don't always have to explain yourself to people, especially if you're standing or living in a space of love, appreciation and respect and a certain sense of humbleness. Right. So live your life and don't expect to push it on anybody else. Being that white cell back to the analogy of the story in the handbook of the navigator. None of what I read was you were aggressive and you were going around forcing or telling people that they need this or that. You became the light that you wanted to see by the work you did for yourself. So if it's physical, if it's spiritual, if it's mental, whatever it is, you did the work. You answered the question. You acknowledged the pain. Life is hard. So Cosmos Reading Corner, part three of Handbook of the Navigator. We were reading chapter two the way of the cell, the way of the white cell. And I didn't finish out the chapter. It only had two more pages. But get this book. <laughs> get this book and read it. This guy, Eric Pepin, he definitely knows what he's talking about. I've read this book once many years ago, 2013. Yeah. Right after The Cosmonaut, this book came to me. I'm not going to lie to you. And, you know, there's certain things that happen in your life that if you explain it to people, maybe it just sound weird. But I want to live it. I want to be that purpose. I want to reflect it. I remember telling my sister many, many years ago, my older sister, we were talking about like, what do we want to be in life? And I said something silly, like I want to be impossible. I want when people look at me to just see the impossible. And she's like, yeah, yeah, Howard, that's cool. And she didn't mean it in any demeaning way or anything like that. She loves me. And she, it, what I interpret from it is like, perfect. Like, all right, do that. Like she wasn't trying to make it anything more than what I wanted it to be. You know, she wasn't a parent with it or a um, somebody that wasn't supportive, like, right? So I definitely think that when you decide for yourself, those great things happen. And from this book, I want to show you that other people live these lives and maybe you're living a certain example too and it's okay, it's good. You don't have to share your truth, but you do need to live it. So be cosmic, be a cosmonaut. Man, female, woman, don't matter what you choose. Just be loving, be accepting, and be in your higher consciousness. Thank you so much for listening to Cosmos Reading Corner. I'll talk with you again. Have a great one. Namaste.